Hello, and welcome to the first ever episode of Nerdy Spouses. Woohoo! <laughs> I'm Cassie, and this is my husband, Nate Skates. Oh, so precious. Oh, you're so adorable. <laughs> okay, so how long have we been together? Well, we've been together four years. Yes. Met in the lovely city of Indianapolis, Indiana. Yes, we did. Go Colts. Well, actually, it was Greenwood. It was downtown Greenwood. Okay. Well, we both lived in Indy, so. Yeah. We met down in Greenwood. Yeah. Um... So, like, what were some of the things that, like, you were, okay, so obviously the show is going to be, we're going to be talking about things that interest us, which include comic books ranging from Marvel and DC to maybe even some image comics, Dark Horse, maybe some Hellboy. Um, We also want to talk about, obviously, Star Wars being one that's a huge staple of this family. Uh, also, the Bat family will be a huge integral part of this as yes. well. Uh, there are several, several things of Star Wars and Batman that are uh, coming to fruition here in the near future. So we are very excited, and uh, we're definitely going to ride that horse till it's dead. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what we're going to do. We're going to beat it. That's not fandom. I don't know. <laughs> exactly. We beat people to death over our our obsessions with oh our, our our pop culture staples. Oh boy. That's exactly what this is. It's a pop culture staple show of spouses talking about it. And the amount of times that we sit here and argue or agree with each other, why not record it? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> okay. So. What is the very first cartoon or movie or... Ghostbusters was the very first movie that I vividly remember. It was the first one. was not the second one. Um, I, like, my mom ended up recording the second one because she found out that I liked Ghostbusters so much. Mm-hmm. So, like, when she would get free cable, or stolen cable at the time, because <laughs> uh, my mom had lots of hustles. <laughs> I imagine you only get to know my mom throughout the course of this show. But anyways, stolen cable, recording Ghostbusters 2, remember Ghostbusters 1 the most, uh, because of the library scene. Yeah. And I remember kind of being scared of it, but then my mom just... I think, like, you know my mom's laugh. It's just that big crackle. Yeah. And I just looked over at her and started laughing, too. And after that, I wasn't I wasn't scared of the movie at yeah. all. But I, that was my very first memory of me liking a movie and stuff. It was a shared moment of me and my mom, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it was literally just me and my mom. My, my sister was off doing something, I think, with my grandma. And we were in an apartment for some reason, but uh, we, we were staying there for a while. And I just remember her laughing and stuff. And a few few weeks later, I remember getting, like, several Ghostbuster toys, including my Proton Pack and 
Which you have now carried down to our son. Yes, Damien. Which that little gun thing, the most annoying sound. So thank you very much for that. Which I have hidden, by the way. I don't think he knows where that is. Oh, wow. But I have forgotten where I put it, so I'm going to be looking for that soon. Well, I imagine we'll find it when we're moving. Yeah. Oh boy. Okay, so then Ghostbusters. Does that mean you grew up with a huge crush on Sigourney Weaver? No. You didn't. No. You weren't one of those. No. Um, she was all right looking. She had her moments, but I was more down with the secretary. What? Yes, the was red. Was it the glasses? It was the glasses and the red hair. <laughs> That's what got, and the little bit of attitude, yeah, what do you want? Like that right there, she killed it with that. And I was like, oh my gosh, she's awesome. Oh my God. Yeah, so yeah, that was my, that was my crush. You're so adorable. <laughs> so yeah, that, that was, but then uh, the, the second close, me- and see, like all three of these like run together so like rapidly because like all, like me remembering all this is like exactly around the age of what Damien is. And it's where kids start to remember everything. And uh, the second one was Ninja Turtles. It was first the movie and then the animated show, even though the animated show came out before the movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, But I saw the movie, and I remember Raph going – Damn! After he lost his sigh, and I thought that was like the coolest thing ever for like, <laughs> you know, something I'm allowed to watch. You know, there's somebody cursing like that, and uh, and your nana lets you watch. Something. No, it was my mom, <laughs> my mom, because we went to Burger King. That's where we picked it up at the Ninja Turtle movie, because you, because you know, McDonald's first started doing it, and that's where we got Land Before Time and stuff like that, mm-hmm. but. Burger King had the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And if you don't know, now you know. <laughs> That's where all of us 90s kids got the Ninja Turtle VHS tape. Oh, my gosh. But then the third one is the the animated Bat, Batman show that, you know, we still watch mm-hmm. and is a huge part of my life. And Kevin Conroy, if you ever hear this, I fucking love you. And we got a picture with you. And Mark Hamill. Well, we didn't get a picture with Mark Hamill, but huge shout out to Mark Hamill, man. That dude, yeah. yeah. He has definitely made the, like, I, I feel like after he voiced the Joker in the animated series, like, I don't know, like, the, the Michael Keaton Batman movie with Jack Nicholson, that was like, you know, one version of it, but like, I don't know, the animated show just, it brought a whole new life to the Joker, I feel like, and yeah. definitely WB and DC have definitely ran with that, so. Yeah. But yeah, those are my three. What are your three? Give me your three. Oh, Lord. Um, well, I definitely grew up a Disney kid. Yeah, I did too. I I was born in 91. I know I'm younger than you. Well, I'm sorry. But, so I grew up with all the Toy Stories mm-hmm. and Beauty and the Beast and Sleeping Beauty and Lion King. Lion King. Oh man, those movies were so good. But the first like 
pop culture thing that I remember taking so seriously. In Andrews, as I grew up there, we used to have the video vault. It was a little ah, the video vault that she rental, talked about. Video yeah. rental store in town. And whenever my mom would take me and my sister there, we each got to pick our own movie. And every time I chose Hocus Pocus, I <laughs> love that movie so much. It's like the best thing ever. Definitely had a huge crush on Max, the guy who plays him. He was so freaking cute and adorable. Probably the long brown hair. Uh-huh. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Yeah, Hocus Pocus was definitely my thing. Um, I love Bette Midler. <clears throat> she's, she's like my, she, what is it? Uh, she's my, I want to say she's my Patronus. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of Patronus, Harry Potter, definitely. I, two. Yeah, in elementary school, I got into reading those books. Um, but we had... Like, it was totally for a school thing at first. Because, right. You know, and elementary like, like, I don't know what your, if your school had. They any, did the reading the books. The AR program. reading points yeah. and all that crap. Mm-hmm. And Harry Potter books, because they were bigger, you got more points for reading those books and everything. So I, at first it was to read them because of the points. But then I fell in love with the books and I became obsessed with them. And then the movie started coming out. And I remember, like. The first movie was so good. I loved it. And then the second movie came out, and the huge snake, and it just seems so much... That movie seems so much scarier than the first one, and I loved it so much. And then, along the way, the lovely character of Bellatrix Lestrange was brought to life, and I fell in love with her, and I love Helena Bottom Carter so much. And I... <laughs> I get some of the nastiest looks sometimes, and they're just like, what? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I don't care if she kills Sirius Black. I love her. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I even, in college, I dressed up as her for Halloween one year. Had the long, curly hair, and I, had, I got, like, a witch's outfit. And then I went outside our dorm room, and I grabbed a twig off the ground and used it as my wand because it was a little, like, big, right. like, her on it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Harry Potter. Right there. And then... The third. Third. I definitely grew up with Star Wars because my mom loves Star Wars movies. So... Like, all, every weekend when TBS or TNT would have their, you know, it was, you know, the first trilogy. They would just be on rerun, you know, you know, play over and over like a marathon all weekend long. And I just love those movies so much. And then, yeah, that is, those were like the three things that, like, all the Disney animation films yeah, that's what I grew up on. So, yeah. So now it's 2016, and we're going <laughs> on our first date. And what did we talk about the whole entire time? It's either Destiny or Star Wars. Yes, Destiny, because the I, video game. 
I used to be not Destiny's Child. <laughs> oh God. Um. Yes, the video game. Because I used to be. Before you knocked me up, I used to be in. <laughs> oh my gosh! It's all my fault, people. Yeah, it is. It is all my fault. But we'll get into that another time. It has nothing to do with how fertile you are. <laughs> so, I used to love video games. I started out on Xbox and then moved. I started out playing Destiny on Xbox 360. And then I moved over to PS4. Save. Yeah, and I totally... PS4 girl. Mm-hmm. F you. <laughs> Xbox. <laughs> yep. We both made the change yeah. to the PS4s, and it was definitely for the better. Yeah, but yeah, we talked about video games, um, games that we were into, and then. It was Star Wars. Star Wars a little bit because I think. Um, it was that year is when, or was it? Yeah. It was. It was the December. It was in between. It was 2015. It was in between Force Awakens and Last Jedi, so mm-hmm. we were waiting the Last Jedi to come out. So we talked about that, and then uh, we obviously talked about Batman because yeah. I remember that's how I first talked to you because I swiped right. That's right. Uh, we, uh, we met on Tinder. <laughs> and I Tinder tag. That's that yeah. those were the Yeah. Because I remember you had the pictures that you had on your Tinder. I could see your Batman tattoo. Yeah. In the picture. And I remember messaging you. My first message to you was like, hey, I really like your tattoo. Mm. And you're like, yeah, thanks. Do you have any? So that's how we start talking. And then when we were on our date, we talked a little bit about Batman and we told me about your cats. Yeah. At the time, I had two cats before my brother stole one. <laughs> well, the second one that he stole from me. But yeah, this was another occurrence in which my brother stole a cat. Which is a uh, time for another story. <laughs> so Nathan likes to... He, he is the Batman. He's the Bruce Wayne of the family because he has the <laughs> he has the bat symbol tattooed on his chest. Do you even know why I got this? No, I don't. Please tell me. Okay. So the original reason why I got this tattoo, the Batman symbol tattooed on my chest, is because, you know, I used to date, you know, a lot. And so they would come over, spend the night or whatever, and usually my Batman shirt would end up going missing and I got tired of not having my Batman t-shirt. And so I was like, well, screw it. I'm just going to tattoo it on my chest. So that's how I ended up with it. And then I came up with it. Okay. Okay. You got a Batman tattoo symbol on your chest because you're tired of having to buy a new Batman t-shirt. Of girls stealing your shirts? Yeah. Okay. Someday, off off the microphone, we're going to go into detail about the problems you had with your game. <laughs> before you met me. <laughs> or we could just I talk about it on that. here. <laughs> Because we totally get that's another entertainment, day. people. Let me tell you, it is another entertainment. day. Another day. 
<laughs> there were cops called several times. Oh Not on me. Okay. I actually can handle myself. Okay. But yeah. Other people. I'm going to need a lot more alcohol for that conversation. <laughs> and probably my sister needs to be here for that because she's like an awesome I'm like, sure she could tell me stories. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And she used to have to break it to girls. Like, like you know, like, they would, like, meet my sister or, like, whatever, because me and my sister would hang out mm-hmm. and stuff. And then they would message my sister and be like, why is your brother acting like this? And she would have to break it to him and be like, hey, look, you know, just, like, after he says that he's done, he just, he's done. <laughs> like, he just leaves. He's done. Like, there's nothing more to it. I don't know what else to tell you. You, you know, like, you seem like a nice person. but You heartbreaker. <laughs> That's exactly what my sister has told me on my several occasions blonde, that she's blonde, done that. My blonde hair, blue-eyed boy is a heartbreaker. <laughs> oh, God. God help our son. Okay. Yeah. So, along the lines of the Bat family. Yes. You are, that got way off topic real fast. Okay. Yeah. You are the Batman, Bruce Wayne. Right, right. Family. Right. We had... We did have a Jason Todd. Who, yes, the cat. That was the one that supposedly your brother took. We cannot confirm. It just is. Okay, this is the second fucking cat, though, that he let out. God damn it. <laughs> How do you let out two different cats, man? And they both magically go missing, and you don't realize that they had gone outside of the door. Get the fuck out of here. You stole those cats. And then we have another cat who's currently watching us right now. His name is... Grayson. Grayson. Dick Grayson. Yeah, because he's a dick. (laughs) And then, of course, we have our son. Damien. Damien Wayne Skates is his name. And oh my god. I... I mean, I'm almost just glad that you already knew what you wanted to name your kid because when it came to baby names, I had no idea. And, of course, you said the name Damien, and I could not think of anything better after you had said that. So. Well, I said Damien. I said it's going to be a boy, and his name is going to be Damien Wayne. And you said, what? <laughs> Why that? And I said, that's the name of Batman's son. <laughs> So. And then I was praying it was a boy then because if it was a girl, we were going to be screwed. I yeah, did not. she did not want to name our daughter Barbara. Oh, God. You wanted to nickname her Babs, okay? No, that is Barbara Streisand. We cannot do that. I just, I refuse. I'm just really glad that that didn't have to happen. You don't think Barbara Streisand would be like the new Marilyn Monroe, like, of, like, their age? What? Like, you know, like how, like, like our generation looks back at Marilyn Monroe and kind of glorifies, like, how she was back then? Like, you don't think that people couldn't do that with Barbara Streisand for the next gen? No? We're not talking about... Okay. You wanted to name her after Barbara Gordon, not Barbara Streisand. Okay, but my argument for the whole Babs thing is... There was nothing, there's nothing wrong with Barbara Streisand. She had a very successful career. I know, and I love her music, and I love her movies. Exactly, so what's wrong with Babs? Because it's... People, if you have something to say about the name Babs, please let us know. It's just, Barbara, Babs, it sounds too adult. 
Barbara is so bad at the name Barbara. It's strong. It's a very strong woman name. Barbara. Okay, well, if we ever have a girl, I'm not named Barbara, Barbara the Barbarian. No. <laughs> oh god. Okay, so let's let's move on. Please. <laughs> oh, so that's what it is. Okay, so now it's been four years since we've been together. Yes. We got married in October. 31st. We got married on Halloween of 2019. By Elvis. By Elvis in Las Vegas, Nevada, people. Yep. It was one of the funniest moments of my entire life. Yep. Remember when we kissed before we were supposed to? <laughs> yep. Totally do that. Hey, remember when I was try- trying to like dance with you and then trying to dance in a circle and your dress got all yeah, cut up? Oh, uh, yeah. It was... My dress got all twisted around me. That's yeah. so funny. Okay, so now it is May. Memorial Day weekend, which... A 2020, Ooh. which... Let's In just, quarantine. Yeah, let's just pretend 2020 is like a... Uh, like a practice year. Is that too late? <laughs> no. Having a practice? <laughs> no, this Cause is... Because we live in Indianapolis on Memorial Day weekend of the year of quarantine, and there's no Indy 500 this weekend. There's no 500 parade. Yeah. There's none of the circle festivities. No marathon. It's just so sad and depressing. Yeah. So we needed to do some type of show to lighten up our lives, and hopefully yours as well. Yeah. So let's talk about what we've been into lately. What do you – okay, video games. You just oh, yeah. Sony PlayStation Store has a lot of good deals recently because of the quarantine. I know everybody's inside playing video games. So they've had some really good deals lately. So tell me what you have bought without – Asking my permission, and then me playing along with you after. Um, well, several of them. Uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. I finally ended up getting it. Um, the re- yeah, the yeah, re- yeah the re- yeah remastered reboot remake whatever the hell you want to call it. Um, basically, what it is is the old Modern Warfare game with uh, a battle royale game attached to it with some new multiplayer modes, which it's cool. It gives it a little bit of a fresh take on it while just throwing it back to what made Call of Duty actually good. Yeah. Like people, like I remember playing the first Modern Warfare online on somebody else's account on Xbox when it first came out, mm-hmm. and I had no idea what the hell what was going on, but I kept dying, but it was a lot of freaking fun. And that was my first online experience gaming was modern warfare. So I wanted to go back to it because second game that I want to talk about, which should be my number one is mortal motherfucking combat 11 people. If you have not played this game, please play it because it is absolutely awesome. And, and if, you're not even really good at fighting games, don't fret over it because, trust me, there are plenty of uh, tutorial modes and training and practice modes that, that will help you get get you out of that button-smashing mode. Yeah. Um, and then the other one is a free game. I don't know if it's still free. Uh, it should be. It's Apex. Mm-hmm. 
Which has been out for a while. Yeah, it's it's been out for five seasons, whatever their length of season is. I don't know. But it's it's actually a pretty dope Battle Royale game. Um, that's what's been coming out a lot lately, is Battle Royale yeah. games and stuff. Uh, it's not Call of Duty, and it's not Fortnite. But it's definitely something that I feel like not a lot of trolls are on. You know, like people that actually really want to play and not be a dick and all that other stuff. So that's that's definitely one of the things that I really like about Apex is the community that plays, you yeah. know. So, yeah. So those are the video games that I have been currently playing. Not necessarily that they have had a deal. They have deals. Uh, they have deals, like, for 50 to 75% off of some titles. Mm -hmm. At one point in time, they had a section that was $15 and under, uh, even a $5 and under. But mm -hmm. a lot of those games are like, you know, 2D platform. Or they're add-ons. Right, add-on stuff yeah. and stuff like that. But that's all good, you know. We're having a lot of fun being inside. But, you know, it's still sad that we can't go out. But we're having a little bit of fun. Yeah. Now, um, outside of video games... Let's go into movies. Okay. Oh, excuse me. Uh, movies. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> Last night we attempted <laughs> to watch the movie Joker with Joaquin Phoenix. Um, Get out of here. If I had stuff that you people could see me knock over right now, I would knock over fucking everything. Okay. Oh, man. I, I like... Didn't see the movie before award season happened, so when he won all the awards, I'm just like, okay, like, was it really that good? We didn't even get halfway through the movie last night. No, we didn't. And we had to shut it off. He, the movie is just so creepy and, like, skin-crawling. To you, it's creepy and screwed. It, it was to me. Yeah. And, like, what, and that's yeah. what it's supposed to do. Yes. Well, Just like the movie like, Taxi. Yeah, he he did a, he was doing a great job. Oh, yeah. Great very, job acting. Very convincing that the laughing, oh, my gosh, the laughing. That was really good. It was. But, like, I obviously it's the movie and the way the film is shot. It just... Like, it's like I could feel the anxiety the anxiety that he was having, like, the emotional turmoil. Like, it just made me feel so uncomfortable. And that's why I feel like for a good half hour, I, would, I had, like, stepped into the kitchen and was just, like, watching it, like, from out of the corner of my eye because I could not stare directly at the screen. <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, that's so funny. Now, see, me, I... I I kind of got caught up in my own feelings and my own thoughts of how I feel the mythology of joke, you know, behind the Joker is yeah. and how it should be yeah. and stuff like that. So like, I will have to say on this one, I was a little closed minded. And so that's why I agreed to turn it off because I felt they were portraying the Joker in into more of an egotistical person. Mm -hmm rather than somebody that just wanted to cause chaos and mayhem, which has been the Joker's like master yeah. plan from the start, from yeah. the very beginning of the comics yeah. and stuff. And so seeing him transforming into it, I, I, I didn't see the end of the movie. So I didn't get to see the final transition of him 
transitioning into whatever he was going to become. So I only got to see where he was thinking about how fucked up his life is and how he's been treated and all that other stuff. And they were making him out to be an anti-hero, and that is not what that fucker is about. And the Joker hates it when people fucking think of him that way, too. (laughs) Like, there's just so... Trust me, people. Like, I'll dive into it more and elaborate on it more. But we wanted to kind of give a broad base of things that we're yeah. going to get into on this on this show. But, yeah, the, the Joker, we ended up having to shut off halfway. I wasn't too ha- happy with the direction that they were going with portraying how he transitioned into the character that he's supposed to become. And then you felt uneasy about it. Yeah. So, with that being said, let's talk about a movie that we really do like. Let's talk about motherfucking Knives Out, bitch. I love Knives Out. I love that movie so much. Daniel Craig, you and your fake ass Kentucky drawl accent. <laughs> Mother- Dude, you can tell it was so fucking fake, but it was when part Chris of it. Evans calls him Colonel Sanders. I'm like, oh. I'm dying. Oh my god. And then when Captain America started to cursing and have that filthy mouth of his and how dirty and double crossing that dude was in that movie. It made me look at Chris Evans a lot differently. Like he is definitely not just Captain America. Oh man. I, I love that movie so much. Ryan Johnson is so good. I, I'm, I love him for so many reasons. Okay, so we're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back with you. All right, and we're back. So we're talking about Knives Out. You were talking about Ryan Johnson. Yes. I Okay, I, I feel like I need to do my research on who like was involved in, the, in that film, but like the style of it, like the colors of the... You know, like all oh, the blues and the greens, and yeah, and like yeah, the how whenever you were on the outside looking at the house, like it was kind of like a grayish, you know, everything. But like, I don't like just the color of the like the screen was just so pretty, mesmerizing. Yes, um, main actress, I don't know her name. No, shame on you. I know all. I, don't judge me, but all I know is that she's currently dating Ben Affleck. <laughs> oh. But she did such a good job in that film. Like, her acting was great in the whole, um, her little, you know, her little, uh, what is it? The, I don't what what is the thing that she does? Oh, she's she, sick. Oh, she, 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 she can't, can't lie. lie. Yeah. Otherwise she gets sick. So... Funny how all like ever all the characters in the movie know that and they like use that to her like to their advantage like trying to figure stuff out and everything and oh man with that twist at the end and she pulls that off oh, so good I just loved it and then oh man I love the movie so much and I cannot wait I really hope that Ryan Johnson gets to do a sequel to that movie. And it comes, like, it happens. and I Really? Just, yeah. You want a sequel to that movie? It's, what are they going to do? It's rumored that he's doing a trilogy. Okay. But it's not, like, the same actors. It's just, you know, a different story. 
for a different okay. thing for each one. Okay, I guess I would have to see where they were going with yeah. it, but but like to see see them try to add on to that story. No, that no, I don't perfect. think they would add on to the original. It would just be another. You know, Daniel Craig with another... Oh, him solving a... Ah! I'm hoping. That would be baller. I would love to see Daniel Craig do more of these mystery, murder mystery movies. Yeah. Oh, man. He could be like the murder mystery John Wick. (laughs) That's exactly what he could be. Hmm. Colonel Sanders. Um, okay, so we, we talked about movies. Is, is there any other movies that we've watched recently that, or a TV show? Oh, my gosh. How are we not going to talk about The Big Lebowski? You've been watching that movie like three times a week for the past like month and a half. Yeah, I love that movie. You loved it for a long, long time. But yeah. then you rediscovered that we had it on DVD. and then Blu-ray. You just, Blu-ray, and you've just been watching it. And the amount of Facebook posts that you send me about the Big Lebowski. Oh, my God. You are ridiculous. Yeah. I I fantasize about being Jeff Bridges all the time. <laughs> I'm serious, man. His voice, the way he, he acts and looks in that movie, like I that is not, so awesome. I could not drink a white Russian to save my life. You could not. I, I would give it a try. I have never tried a white Russian people, but I will give it a whirl. And I hate vodka. You know that. I don't like vodka. Mm-hmm. It's it's either cognac or whiskey. Ugh. Or gin. Yeah. But I have my tastes. Mm-hmm. So, whatever. You're stuck with me. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, what's next? So... I've been getting into. <laughs> you mean you've been reintroduced? Yes. Okay. I have ever since the failure that is the Rise of Skywalker came out. Oh God, people! This is going to be an episode. Do not come at me because deep down inside you own my right. <laughs> Because you're gonna be coming after both of us. Okay, so I was—I just felt so empty after watching Rise of Skywalker, and I'm just like, I There's need, a void. I need to go to a place <laughs> where someone has come up with something better, where I can come together with a group of people that acknowledge that yes. Every single thing that happened was a mistake, <laughs> and it needs fixed. What oh my God. better community than the community of fan fiction, AO3, and Twitter, okay? <laughs> that has been my home since December of 2019. It has. Yeah, and you have heard just about as much as you listen to. Because, <laughs> you know, when I'm reading and you hear those little giggles and you ask me what's going on. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I tell you and sometimes it's like, oh, nothing. I'm just reading. No, nothing at all. <laughs> Only to find out she's reading smut. <laughs> That's exactly what she's reading, people. Stop. You can't blame me. 
No, I. Wh- wow, you're making me feel pretty inadequate right now. No, no. <laughs> Jesus. No, I, oh my God, no. Okay, so I have been in fan fiction a long time. Yes, explain yourself. Okay, so it's 2020. People, I feel like I have been neglected at some points and times. And oh, shut up. It, okay. Mom, if you're listening to this, plug your ears. This TMI moment. But Nathan, you should be grateful for the things that I have read. Because I know for a fact you have appreciated every single thing that I have have passed on from my reading. So you should be thankful for all the smut that I read. (laughs) Touche. That's all I can say is touche to that. Because I have given you many, many compliments. And if you are a writer listening to this who has written anything that my wife has read and has retained anything from, thank you very much. (laughs) Keep writing. Keep doing what you're doing. You're doing the world a favor. Yeah. (laughs) And that world is mine and hers. Oh, man. I got into, okay, going back, um, my first introduction into fan fiction was... When Twilight came out. <laughs> oh my gosh, people. I was on fan- if, if she gets too much into this, I don't know how much longer I'll last. Oh, stop. Twilight is 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 the stuff. Okay, we're not, we're not talking about Twilight. We're okay, talking about fan fiction. Okay. I got into fan fiction through Twilight. Okay. Which I then did a little drive-by past Harry Potter fan fiction, didn't go too deep, and then I was introduced to the world of the Vampire Diaries. Freaking loved that show so much. Claroline for life. Don't come at me. They are canon. And I got into Claroline fan fiction so much. Uh, there's a story out there called Everything, Everything. My go-to Claroline fanfiction. <laughs> Don't know who the author is. I will find that and I will post it later. But that is my go-to Claroline fanfiction. And I, it just like snowballed from Vampire Diaries. So come December of 2019, I have a void in my life because I'm so upset with that thing. And I go into Raylo on AO3, and oh boy, my life has changed for the better. It has, people. Yeah. She she really does. She really has a extra pep in her step, a little bit more confidence. Yeah. The I'm, chin's a little bit higher. <laughs> it's been great. Yeah. So I, keep reading. Yeah, reading all the stories, like, and then I start following. A lot of the writers of the story, because, you know, they don't just write one story. They write several. So, like, there's that one point where I was reading three or four fan fictions, and I didn't realize it was the same author rewriting all of them. So I started following all these authors on Twitter, and so, like, I try to interact with them and everything, and it's just wonderful, like, to, like... It's a good community. Yeah, it is really good. They're very supportive. And there are just a lot of people who do not see that side of fandom. They only see all the negative 
Yeah. People, all the people who are, you know, so butthurt when they get offended. And like, that's not the community that I'm a part of. We, the Raylos that I follow and communicate with, we're all very supportive of each other. If someone comes in and tries to, well, I don't agree with what you're saying, they're very supportive and thinking, okay, that's fine. You don't have to agree with what I'm saying. Because we all know deep down inside, it's all that's irrelevant. No, yeah. we're just just trying to entertain our children. Yeah, entertaining Train. ourselves because we put our faith into the wrong people. J.J. Abrams, <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> we're just we're just trying to entertain ourselves because others have failed. So, oh boy, yeah. And they have their own lane, too. Like, yeah. they have their own categories and all that other yeah. stuff that they can turn to yeah. as well. So, you know, like, when somebody sticks their head out or something or they read something that makes them upset, you know, just, yeah. you know, realize that you can go back into your 35-mile-an-hour lane, you know, that you're comfortable in. That's fine. But, yeah, so I I actually haven't read any fanfics, though. I know. And so, like... I have been trying to get you to read So, like... People, like, she really did fall off the grid for the, of fanfics there for a long time. And then she would sneak them in occasionally, you know, when I was at work or not looking or, you know, whatever and stuff. So I didn't, I never really caught on. But this whole Raylo thing, ever since the Rise of Skywalker shit show happened, she's been on it. And there have been several times where she's like commented or like retweeted something that a fanfic mm -hmm. has author has like written and I was a little lost. And then I tried to go off on my own and figure out what they were talking about. <laughs> and let me tell you, there were, there were some places that I went, went to that I didn't want to go <laughs> that really had me worried there for a little bit. And so I ended up having to call my wife at like four o'clock in the morning one morning and being like, Hey, so, and now mind you, the only reason that I have like resoluted to this is because I kept getting subtle hints that the fanfics that she was reading was like erotic. <laughs> so, so, and subtle hints. <laughs> So, subtle hints of things called ABO. <laughs> so, I had no idea what this was. And then I figured out what the acronym meant. And it was Alpha, Beta, Omega. No idea where that came from. But I'm telling you, I was really concerned. Because my first thought is, no, this is erotic. So, somebody has to have some type of fetish towards it, right? Where do I first turn to? Pornhub. Are you serious? Yes. No, you did not. Yes, I went to Alpha, Beta, Omega. And the only thing that was popping up was the animated movie Alpha Omega with, like, animated sex scenes of the of the two dogs having sex. Are you kidding? <laughs> oh, you are not telling that. No, I didn't. I wanted to save it for this. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. And then I lost my nugget. And I was like, okay, man. Like, I'm completely fucking lost. I need to know exactly what the... Because it was either that 
or some fucking dude uh, waiting to fucking um, catch the fucking cum from the bull fucking his wife. Ew. Yeah. Oh, no. Okay. So I had to know. People, I had to know. I couldn't wait. I could. I could. I. I couldn't just wait oh to know God. that she was awake and talk about this. This was an immediate like, "Hey, babe, I really want to know my what's going alarm on." My goes off. <laughs> this is what three three weeks ago. My alarm goes off, and I'm in the. I wake up and I. You had, you had just texted me because you woke up at like three thirty that morning, and you're like, you said I love you. Um, but I'm just really confused. And scared me half to death, by the way, which we've talked about. You cannot just say things like that in a text message. And I said, what's going on? What's wrong? And you asked me, you're confused. You say you're confused about ABO. And I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> and you tell me that you were, what was it? You were looking at ABO for dummies on Google. Yes, I did that too. Oh my god. So then you were trying to ask me if that's something that I want to try. And I remember telling you, you can't just that's not something that you can try. Oh my oh that conversation. People, I was so worried that I was losing my wife. Like, oh my god. I really was. Like I was like, she's gonna go off. Like like we've been separated for a couple of months now because we're trying to move and trying to make a better situation for ourselves and stuff like that. And she's off reading these fanfics and having fantasies about shit that I don't know anything about. What the fuck is going on, man? That's exactly what was going on through my head. So through this conversation, we have decided that at some point in time, we are going to do an episode, which will probably be our next episode, where Nathan dives into the world of fan fiction. And I am just going with no context whatsoever. I'm going to throw an ABO chapter at him and have him read it. And I'm going to gauge his reactions and we're going to talk about it. With, Record it. With the little information he had looked up. So. Yeah, I don't know anything more than what I've said on this show. So, yeah. don't try to give it away in the comments. Yeah. Because we don't know exactly when I'm going to be able to read this and have time to, like, have her record my, like, initial re-jerk, like, knee-jerk reactions to yeah. this. And then after that, we'll do a full recap. Yeah. And then maybe, maybe after we capture all that, you can have me like read up to that point and then have me like do another, like be like, oh, okay, now I know where the story is yeah. and all that other stuff. So I definitely want to be thrown into the deep end. Throw me into the, where the sharks are. Yeah. Oh, boy. There's blood in the water, baby. <laughs> Oh boy, which that is the title of fanfiction, Water and Blood. Very oh. good, by the way. Work in progress right now. Oh wow. Yeah. By who? I don't know. Oh, you don't know? I have to look it up. Yeah. But it's so good. Okay, well, you need to start keeping a list of people that, yeah. that you read on tap. Like, yeah. for, for the week, you need to write down, like, each each time you read one, you should just, like, write it down and then, like, have a notepad. Be like, yeah. oh, yeah, so-and-so did this story this week. and Yeah, that would be awesome. And then, of course, you know, like, 
I'll chime in on a fanfic or two. And maybe, maybe if people listen and uh, want to comment on some fanfics that I am maybe interested in, or maybe somebody wants me to try to expand my horizons or whatever into other <laughs> things, uh, we'll check it out. Yeah. So let's see what happens, man. Like, this is a good little first little chapter. So we'll break it in. I have a wonderful idea for how to end this first chapter. Okay. I think we need to talk about Zack Snyder Cut. Oh, holy shit, people! <laughs> holy Holy shit! <laughs> release the Snyder Cut! <laughs> yeah. Not release the Krakens. Release the Snyder Cut! Okay, first off, I just want to say, I did not realize how big... I, it, it was actually a very small movement, but how big that small movement was. Because I didn't realize that people had spent enough money to freaking put billboards up in Times Square for release the Snyder Cut, which those thousands and thousands of dollars to have that up. Tens of thousands of dollars. Yeah. And then I saw um, there was a picture of a soccer stadium. And you know, like in the stadiums, the banners. Yeah. Have, there was hashtag release the Snyder Cut. Like someone spent money to put those things up there like that. And I'm just like, holy shit. So whoever, whoever started Release the Snyder Cut, thank you. Uh, your wish is coming true. Thank you, HBO No, Max. that's all of us. That All of our wishes, or like all yes. of us that that have been behind Justice League and Batman versus Superman, fuck you if you don't like that movie. Um, but yeah, I have been behind Justice League ever since they have announced Batman versus Superman because we all knew that shit was coming. Batman, I bet Ben Affleck is so good as Batman. Yeah. I don't know what. Pure, plain, and simple. Fuck you. Like, see, the thing is, is that you're not a real fan of DC if you don't like these movies. And the reason I say that is because DC isn't trying to do what Marvel is fucking doing. Pure, plain, and simple. Get it the fuck out of your goddamn Marvel cock writing self head. Oh. <laughs> and oh, get no. with the program. Okay, because this is a whole different vibe over here. I guarantee you, you give after this COVID shit goes goes away and stuff and shit starts rolling again through Hollywood. Give us another five fucking years and I promise you, you will see where this train is going and we are going to fucking rail. Any, I guarantee you, Mar Marvel's phase four Phase five can fucking eat it once this fucking Snyder Cut comes out because I guarantee you once they release Flashpoint, they're going to do the multiverse and it is going to fucking be dope, people. You have no idea. I, I personally believe they're going to br be bringing in the CW shows on some level because they've already brought in the um, DCEU into the CW shows. So it's only a matter of time before they cro cross it over. So I really would like to see an injustice. Like, you know how they did the Infinity Gauntlet movie mm -hmm. and stuff? Like, I want them to do 
injustice. Like, that would be so dope. It would totally take comic book movies in a complete different direction, which I think DC has the edge on Marvel on, is like darkness, like the darker point of view of the superhero. That's what I think. And I think this Snyder Cut is definitely going to let that happen for, for the future movies. Not talking about Wonder Woman or Aquaman or, you know, anybody else in the Justice League. They might still be kind of more poppy movies or whatever, but the side movies other than the uh, Justice League movies, they're going to be a lot darker. So that's what I can't wait for. What is I have been completely rambling on because I've been waiting to talk about this. I have a lot more to say. I know. But, like, I'm definitely not going to elaborate on it. I should have known. You're going to. Like, yeah, balls to the walls on this one. Because I'm still ready to go, people. Like, I'm, like, jumping around. Like, excited. So, this week, Zack Snyder announced during his watch party with Henry Cavill of Man of Steel, which is a fantastic movie. Yes, it is. That uh, HBO approached him and Warner Brothers and said, hey, there is an audience for this. How do you feel about bringing it to HBO Max? And he said, yes. So rumor is he has about four hours of footage. He claims that he's never seen the theatrical version of Justice League. Which would be amazing. But if what true. he's heard about that film, that film is only a quarter of what he filmed. So he claims there's roughly four hours of footage that is unfinished and that Warner Brothers is giving him 20 to $30 million to finish it. Hallelujah. And it is also rumored that all of, or most of the cast is coming back to finish reshoots and optimizing. Everybody's super excited. Henry Cavill is excited. Ben Affleck. Gal Gal Gal. Yeah, she's so, yeah. Um, uh, Ezra Miller. Yeah, well, I haven't heard of, if he said anything. But Jason Momoa this week, before Zack Snyder announced that, he said, claimed that he had seen Zack Snyder's version of the film and loved it and was, you know, raving, released his, you know, Snyder cut, like, everyone needs to see it. So everybody is just so excited for this. And, I mean, I think this is probably, probably one of the finer decisions that Warner Brothers has made in a yes. while. Yes. Yes. So. You did make the right move here. <laughs> If you could see how I'm staring at this mic right now, like, I can't tell you how many conversations I've had with my wife over the phone about how I wish I could win the lottery of, like, the Mm billion-dollar jackpots Mm -hmm. so I can buy out huge parts of the properties controlling D.C. and other properties that go along with it Mm -hmm. so I can literally just tell the people up, up at the top, Fuck you. You don't yeah. know what the hell you're doing. And you're running it like it's a fucking cheap tramp that you're going to be able to trick out forever. <laughs> and it's not working. Give it back to the people that, that really want something to do with it. Like, it's not a money bag. 
So that being said, <laughs> we're super excited for the Snyder Cut. We're so excited for Ben Affleck to come back and Henry Cavill to come back because, like, I know they are not the suit, you know, the Batman and Superman that I grew up with. They are this ones that I want to be there now, and that's all that matters. And I would feel really sad if they tried to recast them now. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. And see, that's another thing. That's another reason why I was talking about the whole multiverse idea. Because if they were to end up eventually recast, quote unquote, recasting, it would yeah. be so easy to do if you had a multiverse type event happen in the DCEU. That way, you know, you can do whatever you want with the contracts. You know, mm -hmm. whenever somebody's contract is up or, you know, somebody just isn't getting along on the set or whatever, it doesn't, guess what? Bah, you gone. It's okay. Yeah. And we'll totally bring in somebody else in the next movie. We'll have some sort of like kind of backstory that is vague that so and so came from this universe and is filling in yeah. for that. So get with the program, DC. Yeah. Okay. I think that is a good end. First episode of Nerdy Spouses. Um, very exciting. Can't wait to delve into deeper topics, especially next episode. Fan fiction. I <laughs> cannot wait for you to read. <laughs> yeah. Come to the dark side. <laughs> yes. Yes. So thank you, everyone, for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. And we really hope you come back for the next episode. Uh, yeah. And then also, uh, we should be coming up with uh, social media uh, things that you can follow along with. Yeah. Uh, maybe an Instagram, Twitter. Yeah. All that good stuff. So keep in tune and we'll keep you posted. Yes. Thank you so much. And come again. <laughs>